Hi, it's Nick Brown, Editor-in-Chief of ADC. Welcome to November Atoms. The Swedish expression, at har lite is i magen, literally to have some ice in the stomach, like many idiomatic aphorisms, is hard to translate directly. The advantage, of course, is the flexibility that being unbound to a set definition affords, and it's come to mean both have something in reserve and to keep cool. Whichever definition is used, and they don't exclude each other, of course, each of the featured papers imbues us with extra ease, affirms we're on roughly the right track, or that our suspicions of a wrong turn are being corroborated. Preventable child mortality, European figures. Using the WHO global database coding and an incident rate ratio approach, Ward and colleagues examine UK standing relative to 17 other European countries in preventable child and adolescent mortality. The numbers, both those in progress and current grade in the class, make for uncomfortable reading. UK mortality in 2015 was significantly higher than the EU15 for common infections, chronic respiratory conditions and digestive, neurological and diabetes, blood, urological and endocrine conditions in teenage girls. The UK had the worst to third worst mortality rank for common infections in both sexes and all age groups and in five out of eight non-communicable diseases. Worryingly, despite relatively better placings on injury-related deaths, total mortality has increased year on year since 2013 among adolescent girls and in an estimated two-thirds of UK deaths due to asthma and a quarter of deaths in children with epilepsy there were avoidable factors. So where next? Availability of paediatric expertise early in the illness course. This is a debate point. Is this a collateral positive effect of COVID? To improve recognition of severity has promise, but can't alone compensate for the disparities with which the UK has wrestled for so long. Adolescent health, female genital mutilation. Ali's examination of referral and outcome data in girls seen at London FGM specialist clinic over five years, 2014 to 2019, find that the number and proportions to be substantially lower than expected based on previous UK prevalence estimates. The median age of assessment was 13 years. Most children had undergone FGM prior to UK entry and in most cases were initially disclosed by the child or family themselves. With the usual provisos of case ascertainment, these results that although there are still pockets of practice, it has largely been abandoned by communities after migration. Psychological effects of racism. In the Speak Out Against Racism study, this SOAR, Priest evaluates associations between self-reported direct and vicarious racism on psychological well-being in, an Aust in Australian adolescence. Outcomes were quantified by the SDQ and sleep duration. Sadly, but unsurprisingly, direct and vicarious experiences of racial discrimination were both common and associated with difficulty in socio-emotional adjustment and poor sleep. Bacterial bronchitis. Though the term protracted bacterial bronchitis has existed for years, the label had a spell in the wilderness not so long ago, the result probably of scepticism as to whether the diagnosis requiring a persistent wet cough, cough and response to antibiotic treatment was in fact a separate entity. I suspect that the use of the term bronchitis was thought by many to be too nebulous, 
but with a wider use of bronchoalveolar lavage and hard evidence of intrabronchial inflammation, the phenotype is now firmly re-established. There is a recognised association with relapse and later bronchiectasis, although standard treatment consists of a inverted commas long course of antibiotics, the best of which has been amoxicillin clavulinate. The problem is that no one really knows what duration that should mean. Gross-Hodges' evaluation of the North Midlands University Hospitals database strongly suggests that a six rather than two-week course should be chosen with an OR for recurrence of 0.12 with significant confidence intervals. Biologically, this seems plausible. Longer duration courses possibly can break down bronchial bacterial biofilms more successfully. These data are observational, of course, but any allocation bias would be likely to be in favour of the two-week course based on the sicker appearing children being given longer courses. So the odds ratio possibly even an overestimate. So an RCT now feels overdue. E-cigarettes. Well, after a Warholian 15 minutes of fame basking in their, again inverted commas, healthy or less harmful alternative, Label, reality and infamy is catching up with low-tar e-cigarettes. Literature in this area is accumulating rapidly, but little is directly implicating as Bard's report showing clinical, immunological and histological evidence of a pulmonary hypersensitivity reaction in a casual vapour. The triggers likely to have been propylene glycol, vegetable glycerides or the flavourings inherent to the experience. We essentially publish no case reports in ADC any longer, but we made an exception here. Traditions. In the delightful voices from history, Emma Charlin chronicles the origins of oral penicillin V dosing. This appears to become established in children after use by a GP in 1955, based on a child receiving half an adult's dose and an infant half of that which a child receives. The scientific for basis for this and subsequent BNF recommended dosing? Almost none, but the tradition was set and despite pharmacokinetic and body composition science has never really been seriously challenged. After some lockdown related delays, Archives, I'm very pleased to say, is now being posted in a polymer derived from the waste products of sugarcane processing, polyair. This is still a single-use plastic wrapping, but it's made up of 75% biological materials, is recyclable in plastic recycling collections, and has been certified as carbon neutral by the Carbon Trust. Progress on recyclable paper has been slow because of COVID, but is very much the aim. Armed with this ease, you should be feeling but that's a tangent and another idiom for another day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the whole issue on adc.bmj.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.